Hey everybody and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to helping you make the transition from employee to self-employed. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David Hilton. Oh, awesome. No long no rambling, long intro, rambling today. intro today. You caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to say today? Yeah. Nope, just fucking there you go, right there. <laughs> Boom. We're ready. I'm going to catch you. I was thinking the whole time, how, I wonder how my hair looks today. You know, I'm usually, really, really usually you ramble on about how long it takes me to get through the whole monologue, and so I figured yeah. I'd, go, I'd flip Got the script on you and go the other way. Got me. Yep. Got your ass. So, what are we doing as today? always, David Hilton. I'm okay. Thanks for asking. You're, you're good? <laughs> all right. Marcus, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Marcus, behind the cameras. It's summertime. Marcus got the seeds in today. Yeah. So yeah, last yeah, week- baseball season. Last Thursday, he had some. I bought some the next day. I was like, oh, shit. Fuck. Right the, <laughs> Yeah, the next day I went and got some. I was like, oh, summertime, man. Windows down. Spit the seeds out. Yeah. We're, we're shooting the shit out in my driveway, and Marcus is spitting <laughs> seeds, and my dog, who's a big, giant potato- is literally sitting behind him and picking them up one by one as he spits them out. So Every, one by one, boom, boom, boom. So I tried to get yeah. creative. So he man. tried to get creative and he was putting them in his hand and then he went and threw them in the grass. That dog dog will, found them. That dog will find that shit. <laughs> a fat dog will find any food out. He's just like, oh shit, it's time to eat. Yeah, let's do it. It's like these days, good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh man. All right. So today, um, what are we talking about, Mitch? Today we're going to talk about keeping up with the Joneses. Um, we have a couple of different styles of shows on The Void. Um, we've got our core episodes, which if you are new to the show, the core episodes are going to be the first nine episodes. And that's where we lay out a very clear blueprint for how to start your own business. Literally, in those nine episodes, you have almost every piece of information you need to start your own business. And if you don't have the, or you don't find the information in there, you can send us an email to askmitch at mitchsmedley.com, and we will answer whatever question you have about how to start your own service-related business. Um, Outside of those core episode shows, we have just general business shows where we talk about general business topics. Um, we also have guest episodes where we bring on guests who have started their own company and we talk about their experiences and their struggles and their successes. And then we have a show like what we're doing today. We call it Beyond the Void, where we let the business stuff take a little bit of a backseat and we talk about more social topics or more uh, less businessy subjects and just general good life stuff. Stuff that lights a fire under you? Yeah. Stuff that yeah. excites you or pisses you off to no end? So today's show is a Beyond the Void show, and we're going to talk about keeping up with the Joneses and uh, why you shouldn't concern yourself with the Joneses at all. So uh, obviously... Everyone knows what we're talking about when we talk about keeping up with the Joneses. But basically, the, the general premise of what we're talking about is no matter what you make, you know, make 10, spend 20, right? Make, make 100, spend 130, right? So a lot of, a lot of American culture has to do with um, they're kind of in the pattern of being in debt, right? You, you make 100 and you feel like you have to live a certain way. And so we're going to buy the, the car that says I make 100 grand a year. We're going to live in the house that says I make 100 grand a year. We're going we're gonna to finance our lifestyle that we think says I make 100 grand a year. And, and so this show is kind of to help uh, dispel a lot of those myths. So 
Um, as we've talked about a ton on the show, when I started our company, I was driving an $800 Ford Ranger. Um, I was, I was a salaried employee before I started our company and it's not like I sold my nice cars, picked up an $800 Ford Ranger just to start our company. So I could say I was driving an $800 Ranger when I started our company. No, like (laughs) no one thinks I was driving that Ranger for several years before I started our company. And the purpose was I sold every vehicle I had with a loan on it. And paid off those loans, and then we wanted to get debt-free before I started the company. So I I was a nice, handsome, salaried employee of other companies, and the guys that I'm managing and the teams that I'm managing, literally, I drove the shittiest car on the team. And that's because I am perfectly okay remaining humble and not trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Why do you think people do that anyways? It's actually, it's, it's psychology in your brain. Is what they say. You know, they want, you just have this, the animal part of your brain wants to be equal or over everyone else. You're yeah. trying to impress others with your stature. Yeah. You know, it's like, a, it's like a tribal thing. Yeah. It's like when, you know, the gorilla comes in and he's banging on his chest. It's the same thing. You're like, yeah. look at me. Look, right. I'm up here with the rest of you. Right. You know, and I think a lot of it has to do, especially in American culture, is insecurity. You know, you're insecure totally. with who you are. You're insecure mm. that your house isn't as big as whoever's down here. You're insecure that, you know, <clears throat> so-and-so's wife's down here not having to work. She's a stay-at-home mom. Right. You know, it's just you. Ha- people have all these insecurities, um, and it just drives people to irrationally overspend to compensate. Yeah. You know, I, I think part of our culture drives that, too. You... Um, you see a lot more advertisements on TV and stuff yeah. that enable you to get into debt than you do advertisements for uh, programs that help you get out of debt, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think our government probably facilitates that too. The government, without a doubt, wants you in debt. Six minutes in, government. Yep. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I mean, I think it is too. I You know, I was reading, so we always do a little uh, show prep uh, a website called, called Psychology Today. They they were breaking it down, and it was, um, you know, the American culture is got it, flaunt it. You yeah, know, right? Right. Hey, this this is me. The Swiss culture is got it, hide it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The complete opposite. Right. You know, I, I mean, how did we get there? Right. The things you just said. And the I mean, American that's how we got there. And the American politician culture is got it and hide it in Switzerland. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Same thing. You're right. Same thing. Right. They yeah. they want to know everything you got, but I mean, mm, all you all you, you have know. to do is take one trip to Facebook Marketplace, and you'll see a guy that's wanting to buy a car with cash, and he flaunts how much cash. He, like they're literally a photo of hundred dollar yeah. bills laid out. It's like, like it's not enough to say, I've got an eight thousand dollar budget. I'm going to take a photo of $8,000 in cash and put it on there as right. if that changes things. And and it obviously most certainly doesn't. We might get him robbed. See, right. That shit, that shit boils down to insecurity like you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, He's already, he already feels insecure about it. I, oh, so I'm going to show. Yeah. I'm going to show. <clears throat> yep. You know, and where does that come from? Yep. I mean, the American culture, like Mitch was saying. Right. Yeah. TV. Is it just, you know, like we talked about, I got to, oh man, this guy down here got a new Corvette. I got to get... I gotta get something. Right. I'm gonna go buy a crappy Ford Mustang, and at least I'll look like Dude. I've, you know, got a got a Corvette. You know, yeah. I mean, I just 
I tell you what, it's kind of funny you say that. My kids know that my dream car is the new 2020 C8 Corvette, right? You mean 2022 uh, Stingray Z06? Well, that's what you obviously, mean. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Just the C8 body style, right? Like, I love that body style. I shit you not, there's three dudes on my street with one. Yeah. And I'm like, none of them are Z06. Well, no, none of them are Z06s. But the fact that you drive past them. I'm like, I got to drive past three of these things right. to yeah. get out of my neighborhood. Does it make, let's be honest, does it make you want one more or less? It. So I'm weird. It actually makes me want one less. Yeah. Because Unless I'm, it was a Z06. Right. Which right. you can't even get. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I, I'm actually kind of going a different direction with like, you know, everyone, once, once they start getting into the realm of being semi-successful, they, you know, obviously you've got your plans for how you want to stash or save the money or, or put it into funds that are going to grow themselves. But then you've also got like a, a small percentage of the money that you want to spend on toys. Right. And I'm like going a whole different direction with how I want to spend the toy money. I'm like, like I want to buy an airplane. Like I want to go. Oh, you were uh, just talking about this. Yeah, because like, you're a psychopath. But well, okay. I want to go 180 miles an hour and not get a ticket for it, right? Like I want to. I want to go. The the thing is, I mean, I don't know. Is you know, I, the way I always thought of it was the reason to have when we were young. The reason to have a cool fast car was to get chicks. Well, yeah, you show off, right? Yeah. Literally every yeah, moment you're, you're driving off. it, you're showing off. You're trying to get chicks. Yeah. That's the whole. First off, when you're 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21, yeah. until you get married, or you know what? Say you don't get married at 40. You know why you're driving that Lambo? You're pulling in tons of trim. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. That's the only right. reason to have it. And, and again, because I'm a little odd with how I think. Like I'm, I'm thinking the same. Like a freaking airplane costs the same as a Lambo, right? I'd rather have a Lambo. I don't know. Like I can I, go outside and lay down on the Lambo. I can go sit in it and drink bourbon in the Lambo. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't right. have to drive to the airport to sit in my plane. But but you get in a plane and you're going to go like, what are you going to do? Show off to a whole bunch of other rich people at the airport? Like nobody nobody's going to see you there. And then when you're flying it, nobody yeah. can see you in it, right? So it's like the opposite of showing selfies, off. Selfies and flying. Right. It's, right. it's like the opposite of showing off. And and that's kind of how I am though. I'm not I'm not too flashy. I'm a little more humble when it comes to that kind of stuff. So. Um, I'm not gonna say anything. What? What? Nothing. Oh, he's he's chomping Go a bit of something. Nothing. Yeah. Now I used to be. I'll give a great example of of how arrogant Mitch used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Oh, I don't. You know, I don't Disclaimer. know. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> so we used to. So after work on the weekends, we would always go out. Okay. When my car was broke down, which it was for a long time. Right. Mitch had a '65 Mustang. Okay. It was green. Had white racing stripes. It was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. They. had pretty much redone all of it but mitch just thought he was the coolest shit on the planet I literally I was the cats meow oh man car. literally one day <laughs> this is we pull up to the gas station i've told this story a hundred times we pull up to the gas station this is a casey's general store in grain valley i mean it's i mean we're talking podunk all right right he he thinks he's so cool driving this car he gets out get it filled up with gas in the back I go inside to get, I don't know if was I was getting beer. Was it unleaded or was it? Uh... It was unleaded. It was unleaded. So I go <laughs> in there to get beer. I can literally, I'm paying for the beer. I look out and this guy's leaned against the car smoking a cigarette at the gas pump. Just thinks he's so cool, man. I just, I look out there. I'm like, is this guy fucking smoking next to the, at the fucking gas pump? Just thinks he's so badass. <laughs> I go out there. I'm like, dude, I'm yelling. Did he have what a leather jacket on or something? Doing? I mean, I'm like screaming at him. He's like, what? I was like, you're smoking. Yeah. And he just looks at me with this like look on his face like, oh, fuck. From like 19. So he, he immediately puts it out, you know, but man, 
I mean, we were so from like nineteen to twenty two. I smoked. I smoked for like two years. So in wild oats, man. Yeah. Thought, well, thought we were looking cool smoking the cigarettes. No, honestly, outside. honestly, the reason I started smoking, keeping up with the Joneses, right? The, the yeah. reason I started smoking was because Bobby, the yeah, I know the, that's the, where the I big was, wig yeah. at, at where we used to work. Um, he smoked, and he got like an extra couple of breaks a day. He would go outside for a smoke break, and so I'm like, well, shit. If you smoke, you get extra breaks from working. I'm going to smoke so I can get extra breaks. So yeah. I picked up. Yeah. I remember the first day, I'm like, I'm taking a smoke break with you. And he's like, oh, this is going to be good. Right yeah, now, was, they're coughing my ass watch off. Watch this kid and... throw up in the front yard of this house. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, then I met my wife and things started getting serious. And, and Danielle was just like. You got to quit smoking, dude. Well, yeah. She, <laughs> once she made the flip and like actually fell in love with me, she, was, she just gave me the ultimatum. She's like, look, I love you. But I told myself I was never going to marry a smoker. And uh, doesn't her dad smoke or did smoke? No, no, nobody, no? In, nobody in family smokes. But she's like, I love you. But I told her myself I'm never going to marry a smoker. And well, I got a feeling that's where we're headed. So you got to make a decision. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I'm done smoking. Yeah, I guess I'm done smoking. If I ever want to get laid again, I guess I'm done right. smoking. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Man, I thought he was so cool out there. Look. And now we're going I, on 15 years. I bring that up so. because we all do stupid shit. And the, yeah. whole, and the whole point of that story is it's stupid shit to go buy. Listen, if you have the it's, money to go buy a $200 pair of Jordans and wear them out, that's fine. I'm not saying you can't do that. Right. But don't don't mess up your priorities like I should be saving for retirement or I should be putting money towards my kid's college. Right. When you don't... if you. It, you can't say I don't have money to do that and then go out and buy two hundred dollars Jordans. Right, right. You just it, can't freaking it. It's it, it's insanity. Yeah, that's have your priorities set right. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having nice things as long as you have your house in order and you have all your bases covered. And and there's a lot of people that have all the nice things and none of their shits in order. None of their shits in that order. That credit right. card's got twenty five G's on it, and they're like, "How oh, else are we going to get out of this?" And she's That's like, crazy. "Let's go out to dinner tonight," and right. everybody just goes. Right, right. Like, what are you, what are you doing? So, you know, I, I, I was actually before we even decided. So on these Beyond the Void shows, we try to do these with as little prep as possible to give you guys like straight off our brains what we're talking about. And so, literally, Dave and I decided to do a show on keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, I was what, like an hour before the show. Yeah, I was writing stuff down. I, I texted him at like, like off my phone. <laughs> I, yeah, we meet at six on Tuesdays for these Beyond the Void shows, and I texted him at like five, and I'm like, "What do you want the show topic to be?" Tonight? I had had a bunch of ideas. I was like, oh, "Okay, right." I mean, I'd been thinking about it, but I was like, "I don't know." One of these days, we're just gonna make Marcus do like pick five things, right, and be like, "Okay, guys, we're doing one of these. We're gonna chat about those." Yeah, well, this is what we're doing, dude. So I want to talk about sports today, so we're talking about sports. So for a guy that's, and, and I have to I was, do some pre-prep. You got to get. I got to have more than an hour. <laughs> I was having an internet conversation with a guy mm. who was talking about. He actually shared one of our podcast episodes, and it was the podcast episode where we were talking about you'll be the sixth. If you hang out oh, with five yeah. druggies, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five losers, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth. Right. And so what was that he, he was talking about? He was kind of announcing like his <clears throat> new direction in life and he's going to change up his friend base and he wants to be the sixth. And right now he's the one, right? All of his friends are 
pulling him down. Yeah. And he's the one that's trying to pull everybody. So he had to make a change in his friends. You can't, you can't uh, hang with chickens and soar like an eagle is what he put on there. Right. That's what it was. Right. How about that for memory? Jump? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's, yeah, it was really good. good. Cause you yeah. shared it and I thought, Oh man, that's fucking awesome. Right. You can't soar like, like an eagle if you're hanging with, hanging out with chickens. Yep. That's yep. right. So, um, I, I was chatting with him a little bit about it and he was, he was going on to say that he's got some friends that he's got to make a change up and everything else. So if you're, if you're looking at yourself going, yeah, I'm doing too much of keeping up with the Joneses and, and maybe you've got some, you're carrying some debt right now is a amazing time to correct that because assets are at an all time high right now. So there's a good chance that your car is worth more than your note on that car. Sell the car. There's a good chance that any asset you own that you have a note on is worth more than whatever that note is because the value of things have just skyrocketed here lately. So Yeah, and if you have $30,000 worth of credit card debt and maybe you could refinance your house just a little bit, and be diligent about paying that off quickly. Right. That might be a way to go. Right, right. Or another way would be, I mean, speaking from experience here, when I had, I had about four credit cards that I needed to pay off. And whenever I sold all my cars with a note on them, the purpose was I could take all of that car payment money and kind of double down on the credit cards and pay everything off. I literally took the credit card with the lowest balance on it. I didn't care about a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to attack the one with the highest interest rate first. No, it's the snowball. I didn't care about the interest rate. And and I, did, I, I later learned this was the David Ramsey method. I didn't yeah. know this going into it. The debt snowball. I looked at it like. And we give credit where credit's due. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Dave Ramsey's helped a ton of Man, people. Man, he's. Yeah, he's, he's. If you're in super debt and you don't know what to do and this doesn't help you, listen to the Dave Ramsey show right. or go to DaveRamsey.com. I'm sure that's what it is. Right. So I, I looked at it like, okay, I've got this one with a $1,000 balance. I've got this one with a $3,000 balance. And I've got this one with an $8,000 balance. And I've got this one with a $12,000 balance. And those were literally my first, first balances. First off, I have a personal question. Why did you have four credit cards? Life just works in that direction. I mean, it just is. It would, we learn, we, I ask I mean, you that because we all learn our lessons in different ways. Yeah. And that's why we do this show. Is yeah. to, hey, listen, and, you and don't mine, need four credit cards. And if you have four credit cards, you probably got a problem. Right. And, and so mine wasn't really a matter of keeping up with the Joneses as much as it was just things came up at inopportune times and it, it just worked that way. Right. So learn that lesson, though. Yeah. Yeah. And so literally I took the one with a thousand dollar balance on it and I'm like, we're attacking this one. And then. Once you pay that one off with a thousand dollar balance, it gives you steam. Man. That free, so you're paying minimum payments on everything else. Yeah, you just and go you pay one at a time. All of your extra funding towards that one, and because we sold the cars with payments on them, we were able to chunk that one out in like a month and a half. Right, it didn't take long at all. Well, now we only have three credit cards instead of four. Right, so now we just jump to the next one and. Yeah. And we're able to now apply the minimum payment that we were paying on the first one, the low one, and we're able to chunk, add that into the chunk, and and the snowball gets a little bit bigger, and we're able to pay off that next one, and then the third one, and then the fourth one, and we paid it all off. Um, and so, 
that is a really good method if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, yeah, I do need to get out of credit card debt. I do need to get rid of, you know, and then cancel those things now. And don't let the when you call in and say, hey, I want to cancel this card. Don't let them sell you the line of bullshit of we're going to give you a rate reduction or increase your limit. Yeah, your your credit's going to get dinged and this and that. Yeah, it might. Who gives a fuck? Shut right. it off and throw it away. And and no, your credit won't get dinged. No. So if you're going from mm. four cards to one card, your credit will probably improve, to mm. be honest with you. It just depends. So oh, Now, listen, they say dinged. It may be three months. It may be four months it gets dinged. Well, listen. And it we're may get dinged long, by two points. We're talking long-term. Who term. fucking cares about two points? We're talking long-term right. here. Get rid of that crap. Right. So we kept... We had a credit card with a $10,000 limit on it. We kept that one. We closed everything else. We didn't keep a balance on it. We paid it off, but we kept the card just in case. And <clears throat> and we've never used it since. Haven't used it once since. You know, but it was say, one of those things that was like, that's the only <clears throat> credit card we have. It's, it's just in case. And the Dave Ramsey method is get rid of all credit cards and have an emergency savings fund set aside right. to pay for those things. I got a credit card. We, yeah. I use it all the time. Yeah. I only use the credit card. And then at the end of the month, well, you pay you, everything. You write a check. Yeah. If you're, if you're, um, diligent enough to do that, once you develop, tell you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, once you develop the discipline to use a credit card for the entire month and then pay off the balance, it's actually one of the smarter ways to go. You're better financially protected against your purchases for using a credit card than you are writing checks. Especially if you do a lot of online shopping, a lot of booking trips. I mean, now if you're a real baller, you got an Amex, right? Right, right. But uh, I don't. I mean, but I mean, you want to know the truth? I have a Cabela's card because I like hunting and fishing, and I like using the points to buy stuff I like. Yeah, that's what I like to do. Yeah, I, 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 but I it like, takes discipline to pay off that balance like, every time. You know, I like being able to go in there when I buy a fishing line and just be able to get six spools and not have to pay anything for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like to go in there and, oh, man, I need a box of 40 cal. You just get, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saving them up. You have guns? No. You heathen. Uh, oh, no. you, you lost no. them all on that fishing accident, didn't you? <laughs> Damn right I did. <laughs> I have one. I have one. I have one gun. It's a pellet gun. It's, it's a it's, red rider. I have one pistol, and that's it. <laughs> one pistol that I bought at a gun shop. That's uh-huh. it. That's all I got. Don't get me in trouble here, Mitch. Luckily, not too many people are listening to this show. Right. Uh, Mitch is just hanging me out to dry, man. Yeah. Marcus. Feds. I know, right? Man. You were just talking yeah, about Marcus that. Marcus was going to say something Popping a second targets ago. with a 50 cal at 200 yards. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I was going to say nothing come, Nothing good comes from keeping up with the Joneses. Nothing. Literally nothing. Like, whether no. that's well, looking at someone. In it makes you feel so better. But here's here's the challenge. you in the long run. I'm with Marcus. Here, Well, so in reality, no, it doesn't. But... In digital reality, it does. There's a there's a lot of people that have actually made money by faking wealth, right? You're you're making relationships. So so here's the allure is to it. Is that keeping up with the Joneses though? It is. It is. But but here's the allure to it, and here's why it's such a difficult thing and really kind of a stigma to talk about is because there are people out there who fake wealth. And then they become wealthy. It's the whole fake it till you make it type of thing, right? So they become yeah, fake wealthy it till you make it, baby. because you faked it. There's guys that will rent a Lambo, <clears throat> post pictures of it on Instagram to help make a sale, 
And then that sale earned them enough money to actually go buy the Lambo that they rented for. But the, that's that would I would consider that strategic in a sense. Like, that's not maybe really, you're keeping not up keeping with the Joneses. Up with the Joneses. But, so like, uh, you know, I could invest this money, but I want to impress some people. I want to show them that I got. I know, it. I know. But yeah. But the problem is people lie to themselves on what keeping up with the Joneses is. And for for every guy that actually fakes it on social media <clears> until <throat> they make it, there's hundreds if not thousands of people that are faking it on social media until they're broke well and so part of the definition is uh that it drives people to irrationally overspend right if you're doing it in a way that's right and i'm not listen i think that's bullshit too because yeah. i think fake i hate fake people so i'm not but i'm not going to say that you're wrong that it has helped people to do certain things but yeah that's not really what we're breaking down here right right so we get we get kind of an interesting view. Maybe me just a tad more than Dave, but definitely Dave as well. There's an interesting thing that happens when you go into multiple people's homes every day. Oh, yeah. As, as a plumber. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, going I, through puberty. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going into... We're going into three to four, each each of our plumbers, myself included, going into three to four homes every day. And so we get a fairly intimate look into the inner workings of people's lifestyles. And it, it people are just simply amazing. Um, so They're amazingly different, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, you and, can go into a house, and I know where you're going with this. So you go into a house, and the guy's literally got um, a 65-inch plasma not right. not even an LED. He's got a plasma, you know, and then he's in his office and he's got three freaking screens mm -hmm. and he's got, you know, two alien computers. And then you go out into the garage because you got to get into the electric panel and the guy's got a Corvette. And then, you know, you go downstairs and the guy's got a wall full of bourbon and it's just this awesome bar. And then the guy literally you doesn't have $180 to pay for the whatever the call was. And right. You see him flip open his wallet, and there's seven credit cards in there. And he's literally, you can see, he's like, man, I don't need... Uh, which, which one's you, not going to get declined? You know I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, right. your priorities are completely out of whack. Right, yeah. right. What are you doing? And, right. then, and then we'll go into other customers' homes. And I'm not homes. being judgy. It's no, just... No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Your shit is messed up, man. Right. We'll, go, we'll go into other customers' homes. Speaking to Dave Ramsey earlier... We'll go into other customers' homes and we'll literally tell them like, "Okay, yeah, bad news. You need a new water heater, and it's going to cost you know two thousand dollars or whatever, whatever the case may be for their application." And they'll say, "Okay, do it." And then whenever it comes time to pay the bill, they'll literally walk back to some bedroom somewhere and grab an envelope. Oh, that and, says home repairs. And 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 yeah. they'll they'll talk to each other and they're like. Do we want to pull this from the home repairs envelope or do we want to pull this from the emergency fund envelope? And like they're they're you can tell they're doing the whole Dave Ramsey method and they have all of their discretionary and emergency funding set aside and it's sitting there in envelopes yeah. in their house and I mean more power to them that's, and that that's wasn't freaking even... great. Go ahead. Sorry. But but that's it, it's the difference of the severity of of people that people are so drastically different <clears throat> yeah it's, it's amazing to see and it, and older people are, so dave ramsey is not the first person to do that you oh know, gosh I, no you know like not my grandparents but i've known people their grandparents they literally had a coffee can mm -hmm. or two maybe two or three coffee cans not Back like when coffee cans were metal yeah not when it was like you know it is but they had them on the fridge or whatever and this one had 
you know, $400 mad money in it. And this one was, you know, the boat can and it had seven grand in it or yep. whatever. People knew how to save back then. Yeah. Because money was tight. Yeah. When And now people are just like splurging. Yep. When and this gets back to Mitch saying, um, you know, the commercials on TV and the yeah, government and all right, that. And right. they make it easy for you to borrow money. Because let's be honest, we've talked about this before. They want to keep you pinned down. Yeah. They don't want you to have financial well, freedom. I mean, shit, you can go buy new rims for your truck right now on $29 a month payments. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a problem. No, no, no. You can buy shoes on payments, too. Oh, my god! It's like Venmo. Yeah. You can go on Venmo, and if you you can literally... Oh, if you Game wanna, consoles and shit. Yeah, if yeah. you want to pay $7 a month for the next 84,000 years, yeah. you can do it. It's like... That's Are ridiculous. you freaking kidding me? Yeah, and that's people, scary. And look, and the, the, the sick part is that people look at, oh man, that family's having so much fun, or oh that guy's having so much fun, and that's keeping. Up I don't with have the, it yeah. right now, and that's, that's keeping, keeping up, up with, with the Joneses, Joneses. Yeah. and that's yeah. how they fall into that. Well, track. And, and none comparison. Yeah, and, and it never fails. You've got like any financing application always shows like a family that's really in shape on a beach they're having Laffy, fun yeah. yeah like oh yeah. you want this purchase <laughs> right because this means yeah. the perfect lifestyle and and it's so yeah. bullshit yeah that there's no <clears throat> way there's no way to fix it other than taking the discipline for your taking control of your own life and you know, the the discipline to spot all of that and realize that okay the people that are falling for that ain't making it anywhere and and the people that are actually successful we're able to see that in a whole different picture and say like, ah, I don't want that. Yeah. And I'm going to make decisions against that. So, um, I was going to say something and now I can't remember what it was. What was it about? What were we talking about? Man, I can't remember. You want me to give you two minutes? Uh, you want me to fill time? You want, go ahead. you want Marcus to ask me a question? Go ahead. Yeah. What do you want to do? No, you want to nah. just, you want to just wander. It'll, with a it'll glass, come back. A it'll glassy come back. eyed, you know, look over your face. You yep. know, this, <laughs> As far as keeping up with the Joneses, it kind of gets you into, especially when you're uh, an hourly employee, it also drives part of the American workaholic syndrome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, where you just, you have to, you get into so much debt that you have to work all the time. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. have to drive yourself to be better. Keeping up with the Joneses isn't just about spending money. It's about being better than Dave at the office. Right. It's about being better than Jennifer at the gym. It's it just, you know, it just that mindset of I'm going to try to be better than everyone else all the time. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's a sickness. Yeah. It sickness. really is. Yeah. Yeah. It'll mess you up. And it, a lot of people will let that overtake their lives yeah. to, to the point where it is, com- it's all unhealthy, but where it's, it's a real problem. And if you, if you get to that point or if you're listening to this show and you're like, man, we're spending so much money. Or, yeah. or my husband's spending so much money trying to, you know, do this and we're in this much debt and that, you know, sometimes you need to go to, would it be a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Mm. Shrink or some shit? How Probably about, a psychologist. How about get some professional help? Yeah. yeah. Maybe call somebody and say, hey, you know, we need to sit down and... Psychologist talks mm-hmm. to you, a psychiatrist prescribes. Oh, drugs. so psychiatrist would who is who I would go to. <laughs> like, hey. No, I think you're right. Hey, hey, what do you got? What yeah, you got? some sometimes you got so, a good, what, is it blue? What so the problem with going to like a psychologist <laughs> you know. or a psychiatrist is people people know the right answer. They just don't want to hear it. And so you go to Well, a, that's what those people's job is is to help them realize 
the answer on their own. Right. That's but, their. That's really so a good professional. That's their job. I know. I know. I could never be that job because probably ninety percent of their customers are letting it go in one ear and out the other. Like they're so addicted to the problem. Yeah. That, that could, they don't want to solve it. They just want to act like they're trying to solve it. Like, I'm showing up at the meetings. It could I'm, be like teaching, though, too, where it takes just one student that changes their life that year to make it worth it. I hate that whole if, if it affects oh, one. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Dude, I, if you change... Listen, if you change one person's life for real, it completely changes your life also. I know. So I, I, I just hate just that. Just because you haven't done it, no, no, don't I, think that, no, oh, I, that wouldn't work. I, I have done bullshit. it. I no, I have done it. It's it's the there's a lot of people that waste enormous amounts of time, effort, and money under the premise of if it changes just one life, it was worth it. I'm sorry, it probably still wasn't. Do so you think it should just be one bullet? I'm not gonna say well, one yeah, bullet. Well, well, let's find out. But I'm not gonna go to <laughs> don't bring it up and then don't have a don't have a line in the. I, I get what you're saying though. I'm not gonna go know what they're no. That they need to do the right, right thing. Right, right. You you go... Some people just don't. Some people don't, though. Some that's people true. don't. Some people refuse to listen. And and that's usually the biggest problem. So I've, I've watched guys... Um, I know a guy personally that um, he's recently been through a divorce. He's a 50% dad, right? So they have shared custody. Uh, he had a brand new 2022 Chevy truck. And he was talking to me, and he says, I need to sell my truck because I can't afford the payments on it now that I'm divorced. Okay. okay. So he sells his truck. Realistic. Right. Good Good initiative. Realistic. Goes out and Bad buys. Bad execution. Well, goes out and buys a very nice used uh, Toyota. Uh, Tundra? No, Tacoma? what's the SUV? Sequoia? Mm, the smaller one. Mm, Pathfinder. No, Pathfinder. Finder, I think no, it's that's Pathfinder. A that's a bigger one, right? No, Sequoia is the giant, enormous okay. one. What's the off the sporty off road one? Pathfinder, not a Pathfinder. I can't remember what it Toy- is. Some Toyota. Anyway, goes out and buys a nice sporty. To- For to- all of those that have kept listening through that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he goes and buys that, and it's like, well, what's your payment on that? Well, it's 150 a month less than it was on the truck, and I'm like, you did all of that motion to save 150 bucks a month, and the justification was. Well, I mean, as hard as I work, I deserve a nice vehicle. No, you deserve and, a reliable vehicle. Right. And, and and you need a reliable vehicle, yeah. right? If you have children and everything else, right? Yeah. People are afraid and, of struggle, bro. I know. I know. They and, don't want to go through that struggle. And man. and so I'm like, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, you realize I drove like an $800 Ford Ranger for well, a long time. Here we time. go. Mitch talking and, about his truck, truck again. Well, Fucking goddamn it. I mean, it's a, it's a great example. <laughs> Lord, excuse of, me. <laughs> <laughs> he it's, called me one time and my truck was like leaking in. He's like, yeah, yeah. you can't park in the driveway anymore. Well, oh shit. Oh, yeah. it's getting real now. Yeah, Marcus's, it's, it's, Marcus's truck was a little leaky. <laughs> Making the black guy park in the road. Yeah. Man. God. Oh, shit. I kind of felt the way I'm like, man, you know what? dude. Well, then his truck, what, it Marcus. gets stolen? No, 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 no it got no. broke into. It got broke into. It got yeah, broke, into, got broke and, into. Yeah, so. Do you ever get all those cameras replaced? Cameras. Yeah. All the, oh, damn, Come man. on, where are Come you on, at? Man. All the cameras that got stolen. You know those a lot what? of feds on the thing right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's just speed, speed up. Come on. <laughs> what were we talking about? You here? were there. Finish the story, oh, man. Oh, so, shit. So I, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, you, you, were, you started off with the greatest of intent. 
right? Sell the vehicle that's got the payment on it. You can free up hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah. And then poor execution, you really only saved like 150 bucks a month. Yeah. And it's like, man. And, 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 and the part of it is society has told him he deserves to drive a nice vehicle. I work so hard every day. I work so hard to That's provide for my That's part of that advertisement daughter. you were talking about. Right, right. So society has cultured people into the idea that you deserve this. Yeah. What you deserve is like a lifestyle of happiness. And what it takes to achieve a lifestyle of happiness... Sacrifice. Is Well, it's, it's really like embarrassingly boring, right? Yeah. Happiness is the knowledge and the willpower and the know-how to live within your income. That's happiness. Happiness yeah. is not financing a nice car so you look good to people who you don't even know. Absolutely. That's not happiness. Um, there's There's been a lot of studies, and, and I can probably agree with this, that if a person crests the $70,000 a year income level— You're talking about a person or a couple? A person. Single An individual person. person, if they crest $70,000 a year in income, their happiness level no longer improves in relation to their income. Now, I'm sure that varies a little bit state to state. I would right? say I would say a lot of that also has to do with when that happens. Yeah, their age is sure. going you know to affect I mean? that it, a little bit. Say I get to be 50 and I've worked from, say I worked construction from 20 to 50, and I've worked hard for that money, and right. then all of a sudden I win the lottery and I get ten million. I'm way happier with the ten million because I know that I need to make that last, and yeah, I can yeah, quit yeah. my. As, but so, the, some of that's the, age. Those are the outliers too. But but what <clears throat> they're getting at is at, at the seventy thousand dollar a year level, you have enough money. Was to... this before Biden or after? <laughs> Honestly, honestly, this like was before. It's right, probably right, like 130. Right. You're now. right. You're right. So after we factor in Biden inflation, Biden inflation. Now we're at ninety eight thousand dollars a year. Okay, I'll give you thirty. I'll give you thirty. That's reasonable. <laughs> but but so the, the study was basically hinting at the fact that at seventy thousand dollars a year, you are making enough to cover all of the realistic expenses it takes to live and put enough away for for the future that. Any problems beyond that are your own doing. Yeah. And oh, so, you still have money to be reasonably entertained. Yeah. Right. And you and have, an, have, you have discretionary covered. money. Right. And so if you have problems beyond that point, you've created them for yourself. And now, like, most like, you're do, ba- yeah. like you're bad with money. Yeah. Right. Is exactly. that what you're right. saying? So most people, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you got a raise from 50 to 70 and you went out and bought a brand new suburban whatever that's ninety thousand dollars right and now you're paying you know twelve hundred dollars a month in payments or whatever i don't know what a new suburban costs but i mean they're fucking expensive i think they're like 110 right right so it's it's an insanity i mean you you see a lot of that where where people get the they don't have their finances in order they don't know how to live within their income before they make 70 and so after they make 70 the problems just get exponential yeah, it's kind of like the, this is a little bit of a side tangent, but it's like the people that have six kids, and then they're like, but I have six kids. You know what? Maybe you should have thought about that at kid three. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have went and bought a $12 box of condoms uh, right. and been like, you know what? <laughs> My mm-hmm. wife and I figured out what yeah. caused kids after two, and so we got cable. It took us one. Yeah, well, you were smarter than we one, were. One, and I was like, this is how much it costs? Yeah. 
Oh shit. No, here's what's crazy. Oh shit. So my wife, yeah. when we had our first kid, my wife worked for Sprint and this was back when Sprint was like awesome. And they were like the top dogs in the cell phone industry. So like a month later that no longer happened. Yeah. This would have been 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Right. So we had our first kid. It literally, Sprint's insurance was so amazing. It literally cost us $100. Cheap. We, we paid a $100 copay at the visit where they do the test and say, yes, you're pregnant. And literally, we spent zero money after that the entire, like, all the pregnancy visits, all the birth, all yeah. the everything, zero dollars. That stuff's not so bad. It's the after stuff. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. It's the $700 a month in daycare. Yeah. When, when they the, you know. I mean, true life story. We're, we're $12,000 into this now. A car pulled out in front of my kid riding his bike home from the school. And a uh, car pulled out of a driveway. Didn't see my kid. Stopped because they saw my kid at the last second. My kid slams on the brakes on his bike and goes over the front handlebars. Bites the pavement. Literally breaks out all of his front teeth on the street. Ooh. Skids to a stop. Never touches the car. Okay? You paying for that. I have to pay for it yeah. because he didn't make contact with the vehicle. Yeah. Even though the vehicle caused the incident, he didn't make contact with the vehicle, so it's not a motor vehicle accident. <clears throat> I'm not going to be heartless here, but that's like one of those... Like, if that was real life, it would be a 50-50. Well, I mean, it is real life. It, it actually happened to me. No, I mean two me. cars. I wait, mean, I mean two cars. Right, right. So, so I like, was on my phone. What, what happened? Of course you were on your phone. Oh, <laughs> this is a professional. Oh, what happened? Oh, the only son of a bitch Marcus actually admitted. Yeah. The only guy getting a He's paycheck. He's the only guy oh, in the sorry. room getting a paycheck on this deal. Sorry, I was on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? We so gotta, Mason, my oldest son. We got to talk okay. about his this two front teeth stuff. are fake. Okay. They're not real. Okay. About three or four years ago, he was driving, he's riding his bike home from the school and a car pulled out of a driveway down the street from us, like yeah. eight or nine houses down. Yeah. And didn't see him. And then the moment they saw him, they slammed on the brakes, but they were already in front of him. And he, and he slammed on the brakes to, so to not pile him. into their fender. Yeah. And he went over the handlebars and kissed the pavement and broke out all of his front teeth. And like we were, we were literally picking teeth up out of the pavement, and we took them to the ER with teeth and What's baggies, yeah. and and said, "I can you put him back together?" <laughs> it's, it's like the it's not freaking the Humpty, egg on the wall, it's right? It's not the Humpty Dumpty man. Yeah. It, well, no, they literally glued like one of his teeth. They literally took all the pieces, and they're like, "We actually have enough pieces to put this one back together," and they glued oh, it back together. God. The other one shattered clear below the gum line, and it's been twelve thousand dollars and three years of dental stuff to get him back to where he is. Let me ask you this: He just got braces. I knew too, right? this before. Yeah, I knew this before, but I never asked. Did did they offer to pay anything? Oh gosh, no. They were complete dicks No, they about were like, it. oh, sorry, but I mean, hope he's okay, right? And, and, and so, did you and, go down there and, later? And these aren't neighbors. These, these, the people that did this, they were actually buying a piece of furniture. They were buying, they showed oh. up, they responded to an online ad for a piece oh. of furniture that a neighbor was selling, and they had bought this. It's not a neighbor. It's, it, they were at the yes. neighbor's house, but it was a yeah. guest, and, and not even like a known guest, right? So <clears throat> we talked to some attorneys. We probably could have sued him, but I've never sued anybody in my life. And I'm, I, I mean, it's just one of those things that it's like, did you have that? I, I, listen, I need more information. Yeah. So did you contact them and say, oh, hey, yeah. and they just said, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. I mean, we didn't ask them to pay for it, but we contacted them and they're aware that they, you know, sorry it happened. And it was just kind of one of those things and we didn't see him and, 
You know, I'm glad like it, he didn't hit the car. And I'm, I'm thinking, man, your fender's a whole lot softer than the asphalt. Like, I would yeah. have much rather him hit the car. And then if he hit the car, now your your car insurance is paying for all of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, if uh, just as a personal example, you talk about people's hearts. Like, if, if that happened to me and, and I pulled out, dude, I would feel so bad. Yeah. I'd be like, dude. If you want me to pay for half, if you want me to pay for all of it, right, right, I will. I'll turn it into my insurance. We'll we'll kick a dent in the side of the damn truck. I don't care. Right, right. We'll make them freaking <laughs> yeah. pay for it. Well, allegedly, real, <clears throat> real life story. My mom. I mean, come on. I mean, how much of a dick do you have to be? I hope someday someone sees this episode. And they're like, oh, that was us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you know, sorry. you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like six months ago, my mom had a knee replacement. Right. Your first off, your mom is. Uh, Mr. Glass. I know. Mrs. Glass. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Glass. Yeah. You know what I meant. Yeah. She, <laughs> From Unbreakable. She, she's yeah. She's Mr. Glass. She rolled out of bed and cracked a whole bunch of ribs. She tripped over the doormat and broke her ankle. And like she, yeah, she, she breaks easy. But um, she, like six months ago, she had a total knee replacement. Like three or four months ago. It was right before Christmas. Um, she was walking out of their office, walking to her car. And this car drove past her, and then for some reason, don't know why, for some reason, put it in reverse and started backing up through the dark parking lot and hit her. <laughs> Jesus. And broke her, drove right over her foot, broke her foot. She fell down, cracked her knee on the ground. It literally ripped open her, like, two-month-old knee surgery incision, like, wide open, like, bled all over the parking lot, oh, bled God. all over the ambulance, everything. I hope you're not eating like, breakfast or anything right now. Some peeps. of <laughs> Some, I mean, life just freaking happens sometimes, yeah. right? Now, obviously, that in that case, uh, his insurance yeah, is taking of care course, of it and, and all of, of that stuff. But um, you know, life, you can't prepare yourself for some of the weird shit that life throws at you. Um, that also speaks to you can't do that. Maybe se- you you have to have money set aside for incidences like your kid smashed all his teeth out on the concrete, right? And now you've got to pay for it, right? So right. maybe try to be prepared. And and so at the moment that happened, I was not. We had not started our company yet. Um, I was in the process of getting debt free. Um, literally, I, I shit you not. Literally, the day before that happened is the day I bought that eight hundred dollar Ford Ranger. Hmm. I I shit you not. Like I bought that Ranger and it needed some work, and I planned on like getting right to it because I don't let projects sit. And I wasn't able to get to it for quite a while because I was dealing with my son and his teeth and all that stuff. But, um, I mean, we were in that mode of, like, being prepared for everything. And then all of a sudden... One more thing. One more thing, right? Now, in all fairness, the $12,000 that we've spent on his teeth, that's happened over the last three years. Yeah, it wasn't all at once. It wasn't all at once, right? Um, Now, what's funny is it happened right after I had changed jobs. And I opted not to get Cobra insurance over the 90-day wait period to get insurance at the new job. So it was during a 90-day window where we did not have insurance. Ouch. Um, now, as as luck would have it, it would have been covered under dental, not under medical. And dental has a $1,000 a year max annual payout. So uh, it really... Toast. I mean, it didn't matter anyway. Like, even if we had paid the Cobra, which the Cobra was thousands of dollars a month. It was yeah. crazy. Cobra is expensive. So if we had paid the Cobra, Health, healthcare it would Healthcare in this country is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. One of my friends shared a meme this morning. It's a morning. problem. One of my friends shared a meme this morning comparing insurance to pizza. First off, insurance, and, and I don't mean health insurance... 
I'm going to let you finish. Insurance is the biggest scam <clears throat> in the history of America. It is. Damn, really? The, Homeowners. The moment the government required it. No, before that. Okay. When it first started, it worked. You could yep. go in and not pay a huge deductible. You didn't have to fight them tooth and nail to yep. get anything covered. Now it's like it, you know, an insurance agent who doesn't even do the claims or half of the paperwork right. is making a million and a half dollars a year. I'm, I don't know what agent you're, my dad's an insurance. He, my dad owns an insurance first agency off, and he ain't making a million a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's not. I, you know what? I meant to say a million and a half in sales a year. And some of those guys are making two fifty, three hundred a year. Right. That they're getting to take home and they're doing nothing but writing policies. Right. Something's screwed up. Yep. Something is screwed up. The, and let's let me be clear: the government's not going to fix it. So for all of you going pounding the desk, oh, government health care? No, no, that's not it. Either. Just make it worse. No, there needs to be some serious legislation done to right. to fix the problems we have. The um, so so a friend of mine shared this meme about comparing insurance to pizza, and he says, "All right, here's the deal: you're going to pay me four hundred dollars a month anytime you want pizza." You have to get a pre-authorization through me. <laughs> I like this. I'm going to tell you who you can buy pizza from. And then after you have spent $250 a year on pizza, I will cover all of your other pizza expenses up to 50%. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, man, that's not a classic case of healthcare there, right? Oh my god, dude. Uh, I, I think the best way to describe healthcare in the United States is it's not healthcare. It is extorting people for money for sick care. Like they don't do anything to make sure you stay healthy. They really wait until you're sick and then they want to take care of you there. Well, if you were healthy, you wouldn't need them. Right. You know, now listen, uh, people still get sick. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They have pushed us all to the brink of you could die any day because well, you're fat and overweight and your cholesterol is a billion over. And, and America is one of the only places where drug companies are allowed to advertise sicknesses on TV. Yeah. You can literally self-diagnose yourself with a sickness based off of a... Self-diagnose yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Self-diagnosis <laughs> of yourself. There you go. Based off of a drug company's advertisement, so much so that now you're going to your doctor saying, I think I, saying, have, this. I, think I have this and I think I want this medicine to solve yeah, it. It's bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, oh my God. And WebMD ain't helping. Right? No, WebMD. So I would. Yeah, so I had I the sniffles the, and a sore throat and, a, yeah. and an ear that I couldn't hear out of. And next thing you know, I had testicular cancer. Yeah. I'm I, like, oh, my gosh. What? I, I told my doctor that. I went in and saw him. And I was having some esophagus stuff. And I was like, hey, you know, listen, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a worrier. I'm not scared. I just, you know, I looked online. This is what it said. And he said, okay, you know, he said th those are the, there were only like two or three actual things he said. Right. Um, or that I told him about. He's like, yeah, you know, we're going to do this and do this and do this. And he said, stop going on WebMD. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I laughed and he said, no, seriously. Yeah. It creates more anxiety and stress than anything. And half of it's wrong. Yeah. I was like, well, I, and I told him, I said, look, I normally don't. I said, but I was, I was actually concerned and I was like, yeah, well, maybe I'll do some pre-prep. Yeah. But he's like, no, seriously. Yeah. Don't go on there. So, so I used to work at a place that, um, and, 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 
Truth be told, there is probably hiding in the wings somewhere. There's probably a class action lawsuit against this company for the number of employees. Easy. Easy. No, no, no. Don't get us sued. We don't the, have any money. The, the, <laughs> the show number make any money. The number of employees that went on antidepressants while working there is is staggering. Is and that so, because of prescriptions or because the job no place because sucked? yeah because the job the the culture of the place was so bad yeah you got the take number Prozac. of employees <laughs> that that went on antidepressants while take working Lexapro like, and and I'm not I'm not advocating for that I'm just saying like if really somebody wanted to put the pencil to the paper there's probably one sitting there right well I was one of those employees <laughs> yeah. um I'm I'm a very reasonably sounding person I, I i operate very mm. yeah uh <laughs> and, and even i myself i went on antidepressants while working there right well while we were trying to solve all of it it didn't present itself like it was a depression thing it presented itself more like a a possible cardiac thing or like i was getting short of breath i was having a hard time breathing anxiety feeling like heart palpitations anxiety will and, make you short of breath yeah yeah i know that happened to and me. so they put me on lexapro for a while and and so and that's really? what i was on oh yeah. really yeah i only took it for a little while and then yep. i realized you know what mine was situational and once i removed myself from the situation i yeah. was able to get off of it but i just took it i took it just my i took it for like three months and, and it that's was, about where mine was and it was fine and, and then i realized you know what the real problem is me yep and what i think about these things and i don't like taking this bullshit bam i threw it the hell away and i i just made myself sit down i know this sounds way easier than it really is i just sat down and i was like okay this is where i'm at this yep. is where i want to be now listen nothing major changed in my life no just my mental perspective of what was going on changed right so so, and then I just I, I moved on. And, and so I've, it helped me. Don't I've, get me wrong. It I've, helped me realize the problem. And yeah. then I was able to move on and get rid of it. But. I've, I've said these exact words to my wife. The the Lexapro for me, I think mine may have been Lysinopro. I don't know. I'm horrible at drug names. Mine was an off-brand. Anyway. He, said, he said, hey, it's Lexapro. And then, he, and then there was a word that was like, you know, two foot freaking long. Yeah. And he was like, this is the same thing. I'm I think Lysinopro is a high blood pressure medicine. So... I think it was Lexapro. Sorry, but we're, anyway. getting, we're getting off topic yeah. here. <laughs> but anyway, mine like it allowed the fog. So I was in a, a place where I couldn't I couldn't quite get myself out of, right? It was all foggy and murky and I couldn't quite see the forest through the trees. You couldn't stand outside of yourself and see yourself. Yeah. Right. And so literally that medication allowed the fog to clear so I could see the path to correctness. I still had to make the walk down that path. Yeah. The medicine the medicine doesn't it's not a magic pill. No, the medicine, none of them are. Right. The medicine helps make it easier to see the right path. Yeah. You still have to put in the work every day to walk that path. Now, yeah. it's funny we're talking about that. What do you think causes depression? Lots of things cause depression. Debt. Yeah. Stress. Keeping up with Stress the Joneses. Stress causes depression. Oh, yeah. Keeping Stress, up with the Joneses. That's, right? When, I, when you say that... When you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, I think that's a type of stress too. Oh, it's absolutely you know a mean? type of stress. Because when exactly. you see, when you look out and see that shit, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, it just makes you feel bad, and that's yeah. stress. Yeah, you know, you're just like, oh man, and, I'm not good enough. And, and this stress. was at this Stressful. was at the point where I had like, I had already sold the vehicles with loans on them. I had already bought that $800 Ranger. I was doing the motions, but I wasn't complete. Like I knew it was the right thing to do, but I wasn't like on board. If that makes sense, well, we're, like the, I'm, I'm so doing it, but with regret. About, so when we talk about the 
going to a psychiatrist, same thing. You knew the right thing to do, but you couldn't get there. Yeah. Yeah. So couldn't. a professional, maybe a professional could have helped you too. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. So I, I had, you know, 20 years ago, I had like a heart procedure. And so I thought this was like this heart <clears throat> thing kind of rearing back up. And so I went to a cardiologist and they put me on all these drugs and everything. Or they, they, they run me through all these tests and then they, they put me on a drug and they said, we're going to try this drug out. And they... They put me on the drug, and I'm like, yeah, that seems to be working. Like, I'm not feeling anything. And they're like, okay, we're going to come clean with you. That was they not a sugar pills. No, that was not a cardiac drug. That was an anti anxiety medicine. We think you're suffering from depression and anxiety. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like, well, how whatever always, it was, it worked. I like how they always say anxiety and depression are like the same thing. No, they're not. Oh, man, they're two totally it, different things. I know. Things. They're like, but, but for some reason, the one drug does it. Like, mm-hmm. this, you know, side tangent. Like, well, they they play off of each other, and right? I'm not gonna say I, I'm not a doctor. Listen, don't, don't anxiety take causes depression. Yes, and depression causes anxiety. Yeah, right. If you know you have it, right. If you don't know you have it, you don't have anxiety about it. Right. It's right. So, it, the human it's, brain is a really fucked up thing. It's a weird. Those weird chemicals thing. rolling around in there, you the, know, and it's weird. So it's like you get older and you think you get more of a grasp on it, you know, and you're and you, but really all you're doing is you're getting closer to the truth over here, but then farther away from the bullshit over here. And eventually sometimes those things are going to try to come back and forth right. against each other. Well, and, and we were talking about this before we the start the show started. People live on a various range of health standards, right? You got people that drink and smoke and overeat and are obese and all this stuff. And then you got people that work out every day and they watch their carbs and they watch their calories and they're living such a calculated life. Overdo it one way or the other. But we all seem to die around 70 to 80 Mm -hmm. years old. So doing all of the things right doesn't necessarily extend your life. But it probably extends your quality of life. And so... Or you'll be more happy during the years that you have now. Right. Say you do die early, but you got in shape and worked out and were able to enjoy the next 15. Right. If and, something were to happen. And happiness ain't french fries. Happiness ain't the, the latest and greatest shades or the latest and greatest shoes or the cool car. Yeah, happiness, 100%. Happiness is being able to be confident and okay with yourself at the lifestyle you're living without all of the flashy stuff yeah you're not going to be a kardashian you're not going to have 50 billion (laughs) dollars right it's time to realize okay you know what i need to be happy with who i am now right and then apply myself and if i realize i'm not happy and i want to be more successful now i have a grasp of who i am and i can do that yeah and, and it's perfectly like we had talked about earlier with that $70,000 benchmark. It's perfectly okay to kind of use that benchmark as... We're, we're Biden America, 98. Well, okay. 98. I, 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 you could still do it with 70. The, use the benchmark of 70 to say like, okay, if, if, if let's say you're making 40 or 50 a year. You're not quite to 70. Use that as a reference point to say, I don't have quite everything, so I need to be extra diligent, Right. But then let's say you hit 70 or 80 or 90 grand a year at your income level. Well, the moment you break 70, you need to be honest with yourself and, and evaluate your spending and say like, okay, according to all these studies, I should be making enough to be happy. So if I'm not, it has something to do with my spending habits and not 
to do with how much I'm making. I don't need to hold a grudge against my employer because they won't give me a $5,000 a year raise. Meanwhile, I'm spending an extra $10,000 a year more than I make on credit cards, right? right. Yeah. That $5,000 a year raise ain't solving that problem. And you, let's, you stop the spending and you're going to be much happier than even if your employer gave you the $5,000 a year raise. Go back to what you were saying. Say you're making 40, 50, 60. Say you're making 50,000 and you're not quote unquote happy. Maybe sit down, do a budget if you're not doing a budget. Do a budget and say, okay, what would make me happy at this point in my life? Right. Is it a classic car? Is it a boat so you could go fishing? Is it a lake house? Is it, you know, whatever that thing is, and then find out how much that would cost. I guarantee it's less than 20000 Maybe it's twenty five. Well, now that puts you at 70, 75, or 80 just like you were saying. So I'm not saying you can just automatically shit out that $25,000, but right. you realize, okay, for me to get that happy, I need this. And it would normally take this amount of money, but I'm making this amount of money. Well, Maybe take that $50,000 and trim things off of that. This is living within your means mm-hmm. so that you can get that one thing that makes you happy or those those couple of things or... Maybe go out and get a part-time job or maybe start putting your resume out there because mm. if you're making 50, you're probably pretty good at the job you have now. Maybe you can get another 50. Maybe you can make 60 maybe somewhere else. Maybe you can make 20. Maybe, yeah. but, but you won't know that. My point is you won't know that until you sit down and do the math right. and know what that number is going to be and where you need to be at. Now, it's, knowledge is power. Yeah. Now, the big thing, though, is to realize happiness isn't the fishing boat. Happiness isn't the classic car. <clears throat> what do you mean by the fishing boat? I've never heard that. The Well, Catch like what? No, I no, was, no, no, what, I was just saying, so if you made 50000 and you and you love everything about your life, but that one extra thing that would really make you happy right. would be able to go fishing on the weekends. Yep. So, you know, if everything else was okay right. and you needed that one more thing. Yep. Right. Have, have you ever bought a brand new car? Nope. Never once. Nope. You got a new to you car though, right? New to you car. Yeah. You mean a buying a used car? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of new course. to you. No one's right? ever given me a vehicle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> this motherfucker thinks they're just coming out of the sky. Well, we'll go, boom! Truck he's trying out to lead up to something. He's trying to, he's trying How, to lead up to something. Yeah, I know he is. He ain't as smart as me though. <laughs> right. Let's see what you got. Come on, bring it. How long were you happy when you got the the car, the the new to you car? One time, when I got bought that Camaro. Right. That was the one time. How long were you happy for that? Oh, man, I loved it. I was happy for that car for well, you, years. You were young. Yeah, I was 19. Right. So okay. I was happy for a really long time. Right. But cars, that that's probably a bad example for me because I've had a few really nice cars, really nice trucks. Mm-hmm. But the truck, they were... they were tools for me. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't buying a truck to... You know, feel good about something. I was right. buying them because I was like, I need this. How about you know, Marcus? I need this. Yeah, ask me, Mitch. Go ahead. Ha- have you ever had a brand new car? I've brand, never brand, had a brand new. new car. Nope. What about the the least car? Does that count the, though? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. it sure does. If okay. it was sure, brand sure, new, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so you had a brand new car. Mm-hmm. How did it make you feel the first day you had it? Great, and in two three months, it's like gets old. Right, right. right. Yeah. So that, I guess that's what I'm getting at, right? 
all things new. I helped you out with that, didn't I? Get old after Ass a couple kids. of months. See what I'm saying? <laughs> you could you could go I have a Lambo. I to get to where his point was. You could buy a Lambo, and in a couple of months, I'm not, I'm not going to say the Lambo's not cool anymore after a couple of months. It definitely ain't what it was on day one. That's the same right? thing with technology, too. And so part of the problem that we have is we're chasing that day one feeling constantly. Yep. Well, let me ask you this. So say you buy, first off, if you can afford a Lambo, it's an investment because they're at the upper. Right. So, so it's a 56 Bel Air convertible. Right. Okay. Right, 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 right. Whatever, no matter what you say, that's an investment. So say say you buy that. And then you, and then after six months, you're like, eh, and you sell it and you buy another one that costs you the same amount of money, but brings that feeling back. Right. That, that's I mean, a, you're chasing it, but yes, that's not, house. that's not who really we're talking to though. We're talking to the person who's making 40 or 50 a year. I went into my uncle's house, right? And I remember when I was like about five years ago, he had bought a big screen TV, right? And he was like. This is like he's watching it was, this football. It was his all end he, all be all. He, he knew had been every waiting weekend. for that TV exactly for ten years. Exactly. Yep. Now fast forward three four years. Now he's like, well, fuck. They got these LED OLED uh, screens out and shit. QLEDs, yeah. QLEDs, baby. QLEDs and shit. And like now he's like thinking about doing like getting nut. You right. Know what I mean, right. And it's <clears throat> he only knows about that shit because like his friends have yeah the latest and greatest. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. Right. So. That, I guess that's what I'm getting at is we spend a lot of our time chasing that day one feeling. And then when the new wears off, we're searching for another day one yeah. feeling. So right? if you make that 70,000, are you telling me you get more day one feelings? That's because you have the money life. you have the money to buy those things? <laughs> no, no, the 70,000 thing has to do with like at $70,000, you have the income to pay your light bill, to pay your water bill, to pay your mortgage or your rent. Like you're making enough to cover living expenses and have discretional money. So anything beyond that doesn't equate to happiness. Is like a lot of people are unhappy because they're literally struggling to pay their bills every month, right? Yeah. If you're making <clears throat> 35 grand a year, or 40 grand you're a year, you're struggling right now. You're struggling, yeah. right? Yeah. There's no doubt about that, and it's hard to stay happy there. Well, don't think the answer is making a hundred grand a year. At seventy, you should be able to pay all your bills. And so, there's a lot of people that are making seventy and still aren't happy. Well, it's because at that point they've now chosen a higher level of bills to pay. Right. They've chosen the max cable package. They've chosen the crazy new cell phone right. and the crazy new <clears throat> internet package and the the fancy car right. and and that's the Jason the Joneses. Yeah, that's, the Netflix and the Hulu and the Disney Plus right. and the, you know all of the all of the monthly subscriptions. They've chosen all of that stuff to put themselves in a bind. So, um, changing your mindset to get away from that day one feeling or at least even being able to recognize that okay this is cool day one where am i going to be where, in two months right buy it for the day 360 feeling let me ask you this question though what happens about what about the guys who <clears throat> were born in shit that didn't have shit and they're like you know what i want to taste shit i want to taste what it like <laughs> Not yeah, taste, not you shit. want to taste it, the fine life. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, I know what he's saying. Right? I know what he's saying. Right? I know what he's saying. What about that? I mean, it's still kind of the same, right? So some of those guys will grow up and they'll be like, oh, because I was born in this shit, I don't want to go back there. And so I know I have to be diligent and safe. Other guys, 
you hand them a thousand dollars and they're going to be broke tomorrow because they're going to take that thousand and go blow it tonight. And they wanted to live so one a, night like a baller. So it's a matter of looking at the bigger picture is what you're saying. Right. Well, right. and I think it's, it's a perspective thing too, you know, yeah. not so just, you know, half the people are going to be like, Oh man, I see, I see what it's like. I'm going to set that money aside. I'm going to stay here. Yeah. And like Mitch said, other people are going to take it and blow it and then just be right back down where they were. Right. And right. that's the mindset that we talk about all yep. the time of, Hey, I've got to be able to step outside of myself and realize, man, I'm screwing up. Right. And if I want to be here yeah. up high and not down low, I've got to change the way I'm thinking. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this show, Keeping Up With The Joneses, is you have got to change the way you think about things right. in order to be successful, <clears throat> which, you, which we say all the time. If you somebody, have to be able to do that. Yeah, if somebody handed you $1,200 today. Yeah. Are you blowing that on a twelve hundred dollar fun thing that you're gonna forget about in a month, or and that's are a- you gonna take that twelve hundred dollars and go invest <clears throat> it in yourself somehow? Like here in a couple months, I'm well, gonna you be. Know, wait, I love I love this example because this is every person of every class is gonna do it different. Marcus, yeah. I give you twelve hundred bucks. What are you doing? Cash right now. I just give it to you and I say, man, I'm going to purchase a new something for my lens, like a lens or get a new lens. Of, yeah, new lens. Of- now listen, for him that is a it's half fun, half it's, investment. It's half fun and half investment because he's a video investment. Yeah, it, yeah, right. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's both. For, it's both for Marcus. Yeah, right. okay. Sense. Yeah, it is. Right. It is. Mitch, what are you going to do if I give you twelve hundred bucks right now? I just give you twelve hundred dollars cash. I'm investing it in myself. How? What do you mean? Uh, what? Yeah, you gotta have a specific example. <laughs> well, so like, why do you I do that? Because he's a jack off. <laughs> yeah, I'm investing myself. I'm gonna give you twelve hundred dollars. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with it? Twelve hundred so, bucks. So I just plunked down quite a bit of money to go attend a seminar to better myself. Okay. Right. That's, yeah. Now there's some travel involved, but I'm not gonna go like travel like I'm a baller and all this stuff. But yeah, but hypothetically speaking, you would go. Hypothetically, I'm gonna yeah fly out of state. Put and it go towards attend, that. I'm gonna go attend a seminar. That's yeah. I mean, it's geeky shit, but I'm I'm gonna sit down and yeah let people talk to me about how to become a better person, a better you, version of me. Now let me. I'm gonna say something real quick. So for Mitch, you know, <laughs> that's the that's the correct answer. I'm gonna do this, but for him, that's the same thing as Marcus's. He's, he's enjoying. He's, he's yeah. enjoying that too. Yeah. So let's not pretend. <laughs> let's not pretend like because right. he enjoys that stuff too. Well, and it's that, a mind. It's a mindset that, shift. No. That's true. But no. Whatever you're passionate about, though. Yeah. Like whatever you're passionate about. Whatever you're passionate about. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You. Yeah. And so it, it, it's a lot of the same thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's right. no wrong answer. Right. There's no wrong answer. What if, would you do? Well, if you no, gave there, me, if Marcus, is... if you gave me twelve hundred dollars, I'm putting it towards a new trap shotgun. No shit. Yeah, just yeah. for me. I've been thinking about buying one for a long time. I got my eye on two of them. So what would that be? And that's I, passion for sure. I'm either getting because I want to get out there with you. One I'm of either going to get a Beretta uh, A400 with kickoff. So they quit making them, but they had they had these ones that the receiver was actually blue, like blue blue. They're awesome, and Benelli actually makes a really nice one too. Now the twelve hundred dollars isn't going to pay for all of it, but it'd pay for a lot of it. Right. That's what I would buy. Yeah. Why? Because uh, you like that. First, first off, I haven't bought anything for myself in a really long okay. time. Okay. Right. Okay. That I, was me when I bought my F-150. So I I, I had gone years too. without buying something for myself. It was finally time You're I upgraded to a... Right? Well, right. And, and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But, but my point is everyone's going to do something different with it. Yeah. There, and there's, there's no not, wrong answer unless... Yes, there is. This, let me finish my point. Right. Yeah, I want to hear it. I have <clears> money to pay my bills. 
Yeah. So if Marcus gives me $1,200, that's extra money for me. Right. You know what I mean? But if I were to get, say I say Marcus is a single man right now. Say yeah. you were making thirty grand a year, mm-hmm. and you're living on your own. And right. I came to you and and said, "Hey, here's twelve hundred dollars." If if he didn't spend that on cameras and doing stuff for his business to grow, that's the wrong decision. If right. you owed money on a credit card, that's the wrong decision. Right. You know what I mean? If if Mitch, you know, if, if Mitch owed twelve hundred dollars to the supply house. And thought I'm going to go on this trip instead of paying that bill. That's wrong the wrong group. decision. Priorities right? out of whack is what you're saying. Priorities are out of whack. Right. That's the whole point of this episode is you've got to be able to step outside of yourself, make a list of what your priorities are and say, hey, these are important. These are what I need to do. And, you know, people get this false sense of security that when I buy something and do something for myself, it's going to make me feel good and I'm going to be you know, doing great. And I'm going to be doing this. No, it's you know momentary. what? When you, when you yeah. pay your bills and everything's caught up, right. The satisfaction you feel there yeah. is longer lasting yeah. than the, Oh man, I, man, I saw a post on stupid Facebook the other day that said, man, I wish I just had some extra money to go buy, ta- get new tattoos. And I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, that's, I mean, and I know the person and yep. I'm thinking I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, dude, Yep. You got two kids. You I know where you live. <clears throat> yeah. You don't really Tattoos are the least of your problems. Yeah, yeah, you you right. got a list of 27 things and that ain't on them. I can tell you this. I got 99 <laughs> problems and a bitch ain't one. I mean, what I mean, what are you doing? I I can tell you this. I've bought some amazing cars over my life, but nothing gave me the feeling like the day I was debt-free aside from my mortgage. Wow. Like That's- there is no greater feeling out there than to know that you are not chained down by debt at all. Like that was the, the, the when I had that Mustang GT and all that, I mean, crazy fast cars and everything else. I'm like, <coughs> yeah, okay. They'd feel cool. It didn't feel half as See, cool that, that as paying off that me. last piece of debt. Debt is scary. Dude, I've and never, people are I've so, never... people are so accustomed to being in debt. Because the government and TV and everything, they're just beating you down all the time. People just become okay with it. Yeah. And then two months after not being in debt, you're like, the blinders are off. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Look the where I'm at right now. The you have is totally different. The power you have Marcus is, is totally in different. debt. Yeah. Right. Marcus owes no one nothing. I owe right. zero. Right. You're just like my brother. So my brother, he uh, rents my guest house. Mm-hmm. Okay. He owes no one anything. He literally, he, dude, he's not a baller. He right. doesn't make a ton of money. He's the happiest guy I've ever known in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious, dude. Nothing bothers him. Yeah. He's completely laid back. You see he's how complete- laid back Dave says I have a guest house? My, yeah. my brother rents my guest house. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, hey, sorry, full, brother. Full disclosure it's a shouse, right? Yeah. Dave bought land, <laughs> yeah. built a shop with living quarters in it, lived in that, and then built his house. And it's really nice. Don't get me wrong. It's really nice yeah. in there. But I just, you know, there's this this false mentality of I have to have this million-dollar home to be happy. I have right. to have this to be happy. My brother Joe is the happiest son of a bitch I've ever. I mean, he is just so laid back all the time. No stress. Yeah. No nothing. He's yeah. just like everything's paid for. Yep. I mean, all he has to do is pay rent, and that's and his internet, and that's it. I yep. mean, right? 
Well, Marcus How and I have talked too. Like Marcus easy. was want to get a house, and I'm like, don't equate owning a house to happiness. Yeah, because it's the farthest thing from it. Like, yeah, he was telling me that. Yeah, we've talked about stuff I, like so, that. Honestly, a lot. man, that debt shit really scares me. Man, you, it should. Yeah, you know, back in the day, it scared people because the interest rate to buy a home was 13, 18 percent. Yeah, you know, now it's four, so people don't feel so bad. Yeah, the debt's the same. Well, the money's the other, cheaper, but the I other mean, thing too is nowadays just, everyone's doing it. Well, that's what I meant by the government and TV and everything. They've just, you know, they've beat you down for so long. I'm real being, hesitant when everyone's doing it. Be okay. Too. Be okay with being in debt. It's fine. It's the American way. It's way. the American right. dream. Right. Well, you know what? Sometimes the dream's a bitch. Yeah. Is an American debt? <laughs> Don't even get me started. Gonna, that's next episode. <laughs> next episode. America's lead, fucked up. Lead by example, <laughs> I mean, That's right? just the lead. next episode. Just, I mean, yeah. Right. Our fucked up America. Dude, we are like on an hour twenty. You want to keep going? Yeah, we we can wrap it up. I got nothing. I got no. I got nowhere to go. <laughs> I got nothing to do. We can wrap it up. So, uh, guys, if today's show uh, brought you sparked uh, interest, sparked an interest, or or um, made you think, or or made you uh, learn about something in a different light, uh, feel free to do us a favor and like the show. Share uh, it with give somebody. Give us a five Share star. Right now. Whatever platform you're five listening star. on, give yeah. us a five-star five review star. if you're... Well, we're not on Google. We're not. But uh, Spotify be. or Is Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on those That's platforms, give us, a, <laughs> give us a five-star review there. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Um, share, share. Obviously, you can share the show with anybody who you think may feel Tell them to share right now, Mitch. Yeah, hit the share button on the show or on the platform that you're listening text on. This is on text, text it to yeah. a friend of yours and say... These guys are pretty badass. And, uh, <laughs> don't lie. Don't Bless lie to them. Don't okay. lie to them. Mitch is pretty badass, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. Mitch got out over his skis for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave's Dave's a little ugly, but Mitch is pretty handsome. So I don't mind. Share it for me. If you're going to share it, share it out of pity for Dave. He didn't even have any bourbon, did he? Right. No, no. He's stone cold sober. Doesn't know what he's talking about. But, uh, oh man, that that uh, wraps up today's show on keeping up with the Joneses. So don't do it. Don't uh, do take it. Take control of your own finances, and uh, we will see you next week. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Peace.